0: What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I am your host for today, Simon Villianos. And we're back at it with another request episode. This is Request Part 19. Remember, if you want to request a player, you could obviously request yourself or request somebody else. Uh, You just got to leave their name, position, where they're from, especially nowadays because we are doing plenty more out-of-state players so make sure you mention where they're from what score they're from potentially and then what class they are in and if you could also link their huddle film or their highlight that would be great without further ado speaking of out of state players Today, we got an all-Texas quarterback episode. All of these quarterbacks here are from the state of Texas. We're looking at a lot of middle schoolers and freshmen. We got five on board today, and I'm really excited to talk about them because I, myself, as you all know, am from Texas. I played middle school ball there, a little bit of high school, but not really. Uh, So I'm very familiar with Texas football, and I'm super excited to get the opportunity to do all of that right here, right now. So to start it off, we got Darian Diaz. He is a 5'8", 185 pound, freshman quarterback from Eastwood High School in El Paso. Texas, So he is in the RGV, that Rio Grande Valley. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about the positives here. First things first, you know, I love the frame at 5'8", 185. You know, honestly, he has kind of more of a stockier build and he's going to grow into it. He's going to grow a little bit taller and fill out a little bit more there. And I really like that because that makes him a tougher quarterback to bring down. You probably don't really have to worry about injuries. There are definitely some quarterbacks in Colorado who weigh a little bit less. And, you know, that's always a concern. But for Darian here, you know, having that solid frame makes him a formidable, you know, quarterback to tackle and bring down. And he is pretty strong for somebody at his height and weight at quarterback. He's somebody that does not go down easy. And that's a big positive for him. In addition, he has a very strong arm in my opinion. Um, His strong arm has a lot of potential. He could fit that ball into some very tight windows when needed. And that's never a bad thing. And then, in addition, I would also say he has some pretty solid speed and scrambling ability. Like I said, he's tough to bring down, but he moves pretty well. And moves almost kind of like a, um, a power running back at times as well. So, not too slow, but he could definitely hurt you on the ground if you are not careful. And then, last but not least, he does show some great flashes of... Um, awesome accuracy and touch on a lot of his throws so really all those things combined you know you got the you got the frame you got some of that speed the toughness the strong arm it makes him to a very makes him a very interesting quarterback prospect that we are looking at today because all around there's just a lot of potential he's in a very good spot and he is starting i want to say varsity for Eastwood I could be wrong if not I do think he has a very bright future ahead of him at least with all of his physical tools as of now and that's saying something because he definitely has you know three more years left to play football and to develop and to become a much better and more refined player now let me go ahead and talk about some errors of improvement slash things I'd really like to see out of Darien here so um look first things first his film was pretty limited he really only had two freshman games and one of them wasn't even recorded because of some dumb mistake and that's okay it happened so did look at eighth grade film but i was still pretty impressed and so i'm just gonna throw this out there this isn't exactly something that he could improve on uh game wise but i think it would do him some good to get as much film as out there as possible you know so if he does have some seven on seven film you know post that when given the chance because i'd really like to see him throw the ball a little bit more here because in my opinion i feel like he scrambled quite a bit which is never a bad thing but you know to make it to that next level you got to be some sort of proficient as a pocket passer Well, that being said, I'd really like to see him continue to work on his footwork and pocket movement. Um, look, you don't have to roll out right or roll out left, I think I say this all the time, you know, sometimes, um, slight movements the pocket is all you need so you don't expend more energy than you need to and then you throw a dime downfield and so you know i think he just needs to really get comfortable and working in that pocket and whatnot and you know manipulating the pocket as well and not doing i guess too much in there right or keeping his eyes downfield so That's pretty easy. Just working on that pocket awareness and footwork, that is never a bad thing. I think every quarterback could definitely work on that. Not only on this list, but just in general, you know, because the best ones they do it naturally and then keep their eyes downfield So I'd like for that to become second nature for Darian Diaz for somebody with as strong an arm as he has I think that's something that could definitely help him out a lot so that he doesn't always have to run the ball and take as many hits than he probably should and then I think my other big area of concern slash something i want to see him improve on is i want to see him throw a wider variety of routes now i know some quarterbacks are limited by their system and that's totally fine but you know to earn that coach's trust to throw a wider variety of routes and open up the playbook you gotta know the plays you know now and so i'd really encourage him to continue to study that playbook because he really only did get two games And that's concerning because there are definitely teams in Colorado who, you know, got hit by COVID pretty hard, but they played more than two games at least. And so I'd like to continue to see him develop as an intellectual quarterback, you know, really work on that football IQ specific, not just on offense, but, you know, I'd like to see him look at at defensive patterns and be able to diagnose defenses a little bit better because honestly you know there are probably times he could hang in the pocket a little bit longer if he reads the defense right then throw a dime downfield that could go for a long way i feel like he has the athletic ability to do that but, you know, the other thing that comes with football is the intellectual part of it. And so, if you know that you can't throw it downfield, if you hang in the pocket and just manipulate the pocket for a couple more seconds, then, you know, do it. And with that, I would also say I'd like to see him continue to work on, you know, going through his progressions and uh, eventually... I think this is probably a little bit more high level, but every quarterback, in my opinion, who wants to be a great quarterback should be able to do this, but I'd like to see him eventually get to the spot where he could start looking off defenders and, you know, really move his receivers into space by holding defenders with his eyes. That's something that would be really good for him to work on. But first things first, just hit the film room, continue to study that playbook. You know, moving forward, I want to see more from him in more games. And so when he does play more games, I want him to look, at least I'd feel better if he looked comfortable out there, if he looked like he knew all the plays and, you know, could run this offense inside out easily. So that's what I want to see for Darian Diaz. I think he could do it. Like I said he has a ton of potential between his frame and his arm power and you know his mobility that's always a good thing. And there are a lot of raw abilities here that I like but now you got to pair that with the intellectual aspect of football. And so I'm excited to see that happen and we wish him all the best moving forward. So with that being said we're going to go ahead and move on to our next quarterback here in a minute Landon Holmes. all right welcome back so we got landon holmes the six foot 160 pound quarterback from league city texas i believe he will be going to clear creek high school here as well he is a part of the class of 25 so like i said he is an eighth grader so let me talk about landon holmes here so in my opinion he has a lot of great athletic ability and he could probably play another position outside of quarterback but that being said I'm gonna evaluate him as a quarterback here and I'm gonna go ahead and start off with the things that I really like so he has a good frame with the potential to fill in he's at six foot 160 that is not bad at all for a sixth grader you know a lot of A lot of coaches will take a six-foot quarterback as an eighth grader any day Um, because there is a ton of potential and they are not done growing. So that's something to definitely keep an eye on. Uh, I would also say Landon Holmes moves well in the pocket you know he's also athletic enough to scramble for a couple yards as well and isn't afraid of contact and is a tough runner but in general I'd say that I really like his pocket movement at times and he shows some pretty clean footwork when manipulating the pocket Um, but also as a scrambler you know he could definitely move as well Uh, so he's a pretty mobile quarterback I would say. Landon Holmes also has a very good arm with great velocity on his throws. He could spin that football and has a very tight spire on it. That's never a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing to watch when he, lets get, when he lets it go. It honestly just looks so natural. And, you know, sometimes you can't teach that. But for Landon, it looks very natural. And that's a great thing, honestly, uh, to have as an eighth grader. And then last but not least I have two more points here but uh like I said he is tough to bring down in open space at 6 foot 160 he's definitely strong and it shows and that's awesome you know there are some guys who are a little bit taller as Uh, middle school quarterbacks who are kind of bean poles but you know Landon Holmes really isn't that he definitely has some power and strength to him which makes him tough to bring down and he's somebody who's always pushing forward and he's always leaning forward on his runs you know he never I guess uh, gets hit backwards he's always falling forward and that's a great thing that's just raw natural you know athleticism there. And then he is also disciplined enough to throw checkdowns. There are some quarterbacks, especially middle school quarterbacks, who may have a lot of athletic ability, um, and that sometimes translates into overconfidence. But Landon Holmes, I feel like, really plays within himself, and he's okay throwing checkdowns because that means, you know, his team will be able to live for another play. And, you know, having that discipline is never a bad thing. Okay, so let's talk about some things that I would really like to see out of at home Some things that I'd like to see him improve on. So, uh, the thing I noticed was that he just does not throw the widest variety of routes. From what I could see, from the clips that I saw, you know, it was a very limited. And this is interesting to me because he definitely has the ability to throw deep. And I was thinking about this and I'm wondering why doesn't he? Now... Um, since thinking about it, I think I've, I have two possible, I guess, conclusions or uh, theories about this. So number one, I think he doesn't throw deep because maybe he's not as patient as he could be in the pocket. And so obviously to fix that, I like him to get more patient in the pocket, not be afraid to take a hit. And look, keep your eyes downfield and look for an open receiver there. There are just plenty of times where he could go vertical and he doesn't. And I feel like part of that reason might be because, you know, he's not as patient as he could be. And you know what? He honestly has great pocket movement and he could manipulate a pocket for sure. Now you just got to pair that with keeping your eyes downfield, being able to read a defense and all that and staying patient and delivering that ball. So that is, I guess, theory number one of why... I don't see him throwing the ball vertically downfield as much as he should with an arm like that. The other theory is that he needs to get more or I guess he doesn't feel comfortable throwing downfield because maybe he's not as accurate um the farther he throws downfield and that's okay a lot of middle school quarterbacks are like that you know they could push the ball downfield and they have the arm power for it but that does not necessarily mean they always have the accuracy to get it down there and throw like you know split hairs type of throws or you know uber accurate type of throws or it might be a confidence thing With his accuracy and i think that's very possible as well but to combat that i would probably say just get in as many reps as possible with your receivers you know and run a variety of routes get really comfortable you know pushing that ball downfield because you know a bunch of check downs that's cool too that works um and it's good that he's disciplined but i need to see him show that he can be somebody who could push the ball downfield and make an offense you know a threat vertically If he does not do some of those things and, you know, shows that he can be a quarterback who could transform an offense into, you know, a little bit more of a threat through the air, I am a little concerned that he might have to switch positions. And, you know, he's athletic enough to do it. He did show off some good hands um, in a couple of the clips where i i don't know it's probably some sort of trick play and he went up there and got it and that's great and obviously he's athletic and tough to bring down and those are all good things but if he does want to stay at quarterback you know quarterbacks are definitely a little bit more well known and uh just scholarship wise you know teams are always looking for a good quarterback so if he wants to stay there which is probably ideal he needs to improve a lot of things here um as a quarterback and get more comfortable and become more of i guess a offensive threat through the air now to do those things i think he needs to you know develop some go-to routes so like he needs to be able to throw the post slants definitely over the shoulder uh, type of throws and then fades as well if you can master those I think he'll be in a very good spot um, a lot of teams can use quarterbacks who just those those routes because th- those could be pretty instrumental in a game if you use those right and then I would like to see him hit the film room when possible and begin learning defensive patterns I'm a little concerned he cannot quite read a defense as well as uh, most 8th graders in Texas could and you know that's not always a bad thing a lot of quarterbacks when they first start out especially those with great athletic ability really just rely on their athleticism and you know it's very reactionary their play well for Landon Holmes for him to take it to that next level which is that high school level I want to see him become more than reactionary I want to see him put in that work and really become kind of a student of the game know what the defense is doing know what the defense is giving you and where you should be placing the ball here because i feel like if he can do all that he could be an excellent quarterback you know a lot like darian diaz he has a great frame great arm he could run a little bit he's a tough guy and that's all good qualities that you need from a quarterback physically but now we have the mental aspect of the game that is equally as important especially in texas where you know you got a lot of freak athletes and so to compensate for that You got to also have a great football mind and be sharp mentally. And so those are the things I'd really like to see Landon Holmes uh, work on because he can be a really good quarterback. But right now, I think he's really raw and he could probably, you know, take some snaps as uh, the starting freshman quarterback. I don't know about JV quite yet, but, you know, he'd be that'd be a good position for him to be in as a freshman and then maybe as a sophomore he takes some jv snaps and then eventually earns a varsity spot but i think the fastest way to starting starts with doing that film work you know uh being able to read a defense and then all the other physical stuff like accuracy being comfortable in the pocket being able to throw multiple routes that'll eventually come as well so Best of luck to Landon Holmes. You know, I feel like he has a lot of potential, kind of like Darian Diaz. They have a little bit of the same, I guess, situation going for them. And that's really interesting to me. But, yep, best of luck to him. We look forward to seeing him doing his thing for Clear Creek over at League City uh, someday. um, Soon here, next year. Or, I guess, this year. So, yeah. But, coming up next, we got another quarterback from the great state of Texas. all right welcome back so right here we got grant smith the 5'7 125 pound quarterback he is a seventh grader so class of 26 uh from york junior high in spring texas i believe so grant smith is a very impressive prospect to me you know he's somebody who is a he's a pretty good pocket passer You know, from 6th to 7th grade specifically, because I was able to find all of that film. In my opinion, there was a very significant jump in arm power and velocity, which kind of helped match his style of play. So let me go ahead and talk about his positives and how he plays. You know, he's very much a pocket passer. He's somebody who could slice up defenses from the pocket. He's not, I guess, exactly a dual threat. You know, and that's okay. He's definitely more of a traditional type of quarterback, and those are still needed in today's game. You know, those kind of quarterbacks who can manage a game and push the pace and make things happen when they need to, those are always needed. So, Grant Smith here, he does throw a very wide variety of routes. You know, he throws probably a wider variety of routes than some of, well, a lot of quarterbacks in Colorado, in fact, and that's definitely saying something. Obviously, it is Texas football, so it's different, but, you know, that's still impressive nonetheless. Another thing that I really like about Grant Smith is that he can make great throws under pressure and is not easily rattled. He just has a very high football IQ, and he's just tough. You know, it could be sending the blitz, and he'll know where to put the ball, and then he'll put it there. And, you know, it, half the time he's getting hit while he's doing it, so it's not exactly he could always line up and make the perfect throw. He's just slinging it in that direction, and he gets it there. And, you know, that's something that a lot of quarterbacks You know, they struggle with that accuracy under pressure, but for Grant Smith, I was extremely impressed with how good he threw with the pressure right in his face. There are a lot of high schoolers who honestly can't even do that, and in my opinion, I think that's even kind of his signature type of skill or move here, just being able to do all of that under pressure. Along with that, you know, I think you could probably assume this, but he has flashed a great accuracy and touch at times. You know, being able to throw under pressure, you got to throw a good ball. You can't just throw it in the area because that could always mean it could be picked. But for Grant Smith, he puts it on the money when he's under pressure. And when he's not under pressure, he still puts it on the money as well. That's just a consistent thing for him. And that's something that we see a lot of. Uh, Along with that, you know, he's not just a quarterback who could throw from the pocket. He can move a little bit. I'd say he's a mobile quarterback who can run a little bit. And you know where football is going today you need that you need a quarterback who could escape pressure and be able to throw on the run and create and be creative on that next level and you know Grant Smith has flashed that plenty of times without necessarily being a scrambling type of quarterback or a dual threat quarterback back to his passing you know I gotta brag on that more because he's just a very advanced for a seventh grader I'm just very impressed with where he's at but you know He has shown the ability when you look through his film He has shown the ability to, you know, go through his reads and truly read a defense. And, you know, that was something that I kind of knocked Landon Holmes and Darian Diaz for. And, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing uh, that they can't do that. But for Grant Smith to be able to do that as a seventh grader who's younger than both of them, that's saying something. And, you know, not just that, but, you know, there are plenty of quarterbacks in the state of Colorado who are still reactionary. You could tell they can't really read a defense or just reacting off of it and they let their athleticism bail them out. Well, with Grant Smith, the reason he has such a high level of play is because he knows where defenses are going to be and he he knows at least his offense really well, so he knows where to put the ball in certain situations. And that's really all you could ask for for a 7th grader and more, honestly, and more for sure. And then lastly, you know, I did talk about his ability to create and, you know, keep a play alive. I think that's something that he's very good at. He almost throws more accurately on the run than he does in the pocket, which is interesting. You know, there are some quarterbacks who are like that, and that's just how it is. I feel like Dak Prescott, who plays for the Dallas Cowboys, he's always better rolling out. So, yeah, you know, it's an interesting thing to have, an interesting strength to have for sure. But... Let's go ahead and talk about some of these areas of improvements. And, you know, I know I praised Grant Smith for quite a while there, but there are still things he can work on since he is a 7th grader. So, uh, one thing I'd really like to see him continue to work on, and we did see some flashes, but I need to see this a little bit more. But I'd like to see him continue to work on that timing on some of his throws. There are definitely times he he has the right play and he has the right read, but he throws the ball either a little late, or a little early and the receiver has to readjust to that you know that's really just getting on the same page with your receivers so i'd like to see him work on that and get that figured out and cleaned up for sure uh i know i praised his accuracy but it could still improve you know there are a lot of times that he shows great accuracy and he could place it in the right spot under pressure and all that and that's great Uh, but there are also times he throws the ball a little bit too high and his footwork is a little bit inconsistent at times. And so having inconsistent footwork that reflects, you know, inconsistent accuracy. And so working on that footwork, making sure when he throws it's consistent enough and his base is staying, you know, wide enough, but not too narrow and all that great stuff and being just perfect. I think that's something he should work on so that he could get his accuracy more under control as he continues to play football. Another thing with footwork and accuracy, there are also times where uh, he rolls out and he doesn't get his feet set before throwing the ball. And it definitely affects how far the ball goes. And so... This is just, you know, cleaning up habits. Make sure your footwork is right when you throw the ball. (laughs) Make sure you get your hips flipped and, you know, your feet placed down and whatnot when you throw the ball. Um, You know, just get get to the point where you can run, and then by the time you're releasing the ball, you're in a natural throwing stance here uh, with your feet placed down and all that great stuff. So get consistent at that, and then I think he will be okay. And then lastly, you know i like to see him work on that pocket movement. Same thing for Darian Diaz and Landon Holmes. You know, don't always have to roll out. Work on the smaller movements in the pocket. Manipulating the pocket while keeping your eyes downfield. So... There you go. And then speaking of eyes, lastly, actually, I'd like to see him next year begin to start looking off defenders and manipulating defenses. I believe his football IQ is up there and he's definitely smart enough to do that. But I'd like to see him take that next jump here and really start doing that. And, you know, I feel like when he does do that, he'll be slicing up defenses left and right. Um... So yeah, I honestly think he has the ability to do it. It's not that I don't think he could do it. I just want to see him begin to do it more on a consistent basis. So yeah, but altogether, Grant Smith is a very impressive quarterback. You know, as a pocket passer and you know game manager, he's somebody who could throw dots all over the field. He's somebody who's a very tough quarterback in the pocket and will throw strikes and make the right decisions. And, you know, all of that stems, in my opinion, from having a very high football IQ and just being a tough quarterback. And so I think a lot of quarterbacks could, uh, at least a lot of younger quarterbacks could look up at Grant Smith and be like, hey, you know, I want to get as good as him at some of these things because, you know, a lot of those things is making him a great player and will continue to make him a great player moving forward. So there you go. But coming up next, we're going to talk about another middle school quarterback, but a dual threat. all right welcome back so we got mario canales i want to say the third he's a 5 seven, 140 pound quarterback uh seventh grader so class of 26 i believe from Bruni middle school in Bruni, texas and you know what <laughs> i'm almost positive that i said your last name wrong so mario please come please Please forgive me there. You know, I could probably do better. And to be honest, I might have said uh, his school and city wrong as well. So there you go. It happens. You know, on this podcast, it's it's definitely a struggle getting some of these pronunciations right. But let's go ahead and put that aside for now. So uh, Mario here is a dual threat quarterback quarterback. For sure. He's a very athletic quarterback and in my opinion, he has very good speed. There are not a lot of middle schoolers who can match his speed and his agility as well. You know, he's just a very fast twitch type of player and that's what you like to see. Mario also plays a little bit of slot receiver as well and I think that's worth bringing up. Um, And that's probably why, you know, they try to work him at multiple spots because he is an athletic type of player. Uh, Speaking of being, you know, a receiver at the receiver position this is just worth saying because i did look at his film but at the receiver position he shows that he is a versatile athlete who isn't afraid to block and be physical there are multiple times where he does his thing out there and you know having that confidence to be physical and having that speed and whatnot that's always a good thing you love to see it um so yeah and then a couple more things here he does not have a bad drop back at all you know, he has shown as well that he can throw in rhythm, which is really good because some quarterbacks do not throw with any type of rhythm, and it does not come naturally to them. So, to see Mario be able to do that a little bit more naturally definitely makes me feel good about him as a quarterback. I'd also say he has a pretty solid arm with a uh, good accuracy. You know, there are good flashes all around here. I kind of like what I see. So... There you go. But let me talk about some areas of improvement slash some things I'd like to see out of Mario. So in my opinion, he's kind of a raw quarterback. You know, he's an athlete. He's somebody who may actually be uh, possibly a better receiver than quarterback. But in my opinion, I always like having my best athletes at quarterback and just seeing what they could do. And so I want to see that for Mario here, which is why I'm going to give him some things to work on so he could stay at quarterback and become that threat. Uh, that dual threat that I really think he can be. Somebody who can really tear up a lot of defenses in the state of Texas. So first things first, got to talk about his throwing film. Uh, look, I just want to see more. You know, I'd like to see a lot more. I'd like to see him throw more routes, specifically out comeback routes and over the shoulder routes I think those would be great those are routes that require a little bit more accuracy and so if he could master the out route throw comeback and over the shoulder that would be awesome I think uh, like I said he can throw in rhythm which means he could throw with great timing I think he could throw these routes pretty well I just need to see it myself so that's definitely something I'd like to see him more of and i that's something that I'd like to see him work on, uh, specifically. And then he should also continue to get stronger and get a stronger arm. And he is a seventh grader, so he will, this will happen naturally. Uh, but I say this because he does not exactly have the tightest spiral. There are a lot of other quarterbacks around his age that have maybe a tighter spiral with, uh, you know, with Mario here, it could definitely be a little bit better. And so, definitely get a little bit stronger and then make sure you work on those mechanics as well and keep that throwing motion tight and have the right throwing motion there as well so he can throw consistent spirals but back to just his throwing and some things i like to see here i think if he was to work with his receivers more and i'd encourage him to work with his receivers more that could really help him out uh being a more accurate thrower being able to throw with timing and all that great stuff Just because as a quarterback, it's really hard to train on your own. You really need receivers you got to work with. So it might as well be receivers that you play with. And so I'd like to see him really put in that work with his teammates and get more of those uh, passing plays down here. Ideally, I would also say, you know, make a YouTube channel. I don't know. I don't think he has one. um, But, you know, I'd tell him make a YouTube channel. I know he has a huddle, but add more to it and add a whole bunch more of film, you know, record every game you play and post it. Exposure is almost never a bad thing and it could also help him get more advice on his game so and also it's a good thing for him to watch himself over and watch himself play just because he could learn from his tendencies and stuff there so for Mario here I just really need to see him become more of a stronger passer I know he can run the ball and he could be good with it and maybe another thing I could add here you know run the ball more Don't be afraid to run it and be a little bit more of a Lamar Jackson type. That's not a bad thing, you know, to rely on your running ability while you develop your passing ability. But, you know, that doesn't mean neglect. passing the ball and working on all those mechanics and timings and all that great stuff i just need to see him be able to throw these routes a little bit more obviously you know he could always hit the film room and learn plays and be able to manipulate defenses all the stuff that i've said for darian diaz landon holmes all them boys um i and grant smith he could always work on those but i think first things first i just need to be able to see him throw against against air first off he has the opportunity to do seven on seven i'd say do it and then film yourself so you could continue to tweak those mechanics and become a better passer here Altogether, i like mario as a as a quarterback i think he's probably he's definitely a little bit more of a run first type of quarterback and in the right system run first quarterbacks can be pretty deadly especially on that level you know (laughs) there are a few places in the country where run first quarterbacks really get respected and noticed um other than texas you know if you could be a great run first quarterback in texas that definitely carries a lot of weight and that means something oh you know take advantage of your athletic ability uh run the ball play naturally and whatnot but you know continue to work on that passing game i think if you could add that extra dimension of being able to pass it more and all that stuff that would be awesome and that could take his game to a whole new level either way you know best of luck tomorrow. we'll definitely be watching uh i feel like he could potentially put up some really cool uh film and highlights here soon here when he plays i think in the eighth grade for bruni here Uh, Coming up this year. So be on the lookout for that. We'd love to do another breakdown of you Mario. In the future. Whether you're in high school. Or maybe next year as well. But we'll see. Alright. Coming up next though. We have our last quarterback from Texas. Arguably our most decorated quarterback from Texas. Trey Chico Williams. Alright. So we got our last quarterback in Trey Chico Williams from Frisco, Texas. I'm. He is 5'7", 120 pounds. He's a 6th grader. So that means class of 27. So Chico Williams, he's a very, very interesting prospect here. And you know what? Here's why. I'm just going to start listing off the honors here um, and the stats from this last year that Trey was able to get. So... Number one, his team was the FBU National Championship runner-up. And just so you know, FBU is kind of like a middle school football tournament type of thing. It's a national um, type of, I guess, championship. And so you got middle schoolers from all over the country competing for this. And so his team came just a little short of becoming those national champs, which isn't a bad thing. But in addition, he was the FBU most valuable offensive player, and remember, that's in the entire country. He was the 2020 QBU best thrower. He is the number one quarterback in Texas, according to QB Hit List, and he is the number four uh, quarterback in the nation on that same QB Hit List. There are only three other people ahead of him, and those kids include Ethan Royal, Trey Taylor, and then obviously the number one quarterback in the nation he was the number one rated quarterback in the nation according to QB Hitlist our very own Trent Seaborn we did a breakdown on him uh he is from well I guess he's originally from Hawaii but he's in Colorado right now playing football so make sure you check out that breakdown when you get a chance that was a couple episodes ago um I'm pretty sure that was actually the middle school episode with the Brady Vodka and Beckham Kritza so check that one out and then in addition, you know, this last season, he had fantastic stats. I don't think he even played that many games, but he had 3,116 passing yards, 41 passing touchdowns, and an 82% passing completion percentage. And that's insane. There are not a lot of quarterbacks who could put up numbers like that, especially during a COVID season, which had to be shortened. You know, 41 passing touchdowns with 3,116 passing yards is no joke but as a sixth grader, you know, Trey was able to do this, and that is insane to me, so while we're at it, we might as well talk about the positives here, so number one, he just has a very strong arm with fantastic mechanics, you know, the ball pops out of his hands naturally, you know, it it just pops out of there, and it comes out with great velocity, you know, he has a very quick natural release as well, so not only does it pop out of his hands naturally, but it's, it comes out fast you know it comes out fast he could get it out of there pretty quickly and he also throws with great accuracy and it shows that uh, that he can throw with great timing as well in fact i would say that's even one of his biggest strengths just throwing with great timing and accuracy you know he is just pinpoint accurate and could slice up a field um he's very impressive in that manner in addition he is an athletic quarterback who can run when needed but most of the time you know he would take apart defenses uh from the pocket or from behind the line of scrimmage just throwing the ball and that's great another thing that i noticed is that he feels the pocket pretty well you know he could feel the pressure coming from different sides and makes slight movements here and there uh while keeping his eyes downfield and then eventually delivering the ball and then this is something that i feel like i really need to bring up but you know, he just looks like somebody that has that takeover ability. When he's passing the ball, he looks very comfortable in the pocket. And he will throw strikes all over the field. Um, look, he's somebody that at first glance, you maybe don't think that he has the ability to really force defenses to play deep and whatnot. But, you know, he is. He's somebody who has the ability to throw vertically down the field with not only great power, but accuracy accuracy as well and you know he uses that ability to really throw dimes down the field to stretch that defense thin and then once he gets them where he wants them he'll start slicing them up down low you know hitting checkdowns here and there and really just taking advantage of the defense just being all over the place he's very surgical i would say with this throws and that's a very impressive to me it's apparent that he is an intelligent quarterback who knows where the ball should be and knows where um you know where defenses should be and then throws the ball there and puts it on the money time after time with all of that being said it's no surprise how successful trey is out here uh playing football you know he just looks very natural and he makes it look effortless at times if i'm being honest you know he really just makes it look effortless and easy out there but Enough of that. Let's go ahead and talk about some things I'd like to see him improve. So he is a 6th grader, so there are definitely some things that he can improve right now. Uh, Obviously, if, (laughs) if there weren't a lot of things then he would be the number one quarterback in the nation. But I can't see why he's rated at number four, at least in his class. And I think one of those things is because he just doesn't throw the widest variety of routes. But now, that does not mean he does not have the accuracy to throw those routes. I truly believe he has the accuracy and just arm talent in general to make all of the throws needed. But, you know, I, I don't know if it's a system or whatever, but... He just, you know, he just doesn't because he's limited to the couple routes that he is able to throw. Maybe I should say allowed to throw. I think that's a little bit more accurate, allowed to throw. So some of the routes that I like to see him really work on, um, well, really, I just want to see him work more in the red zone. I like to see him throw fades specifically or into tighter spots i really feel like he could be successful in either one and be very efficient in the red zone but i'd really just like to see that film for myself whenever possible i think if he was to develop a killer fade type of throw um you know he could be deadly in the red zone and really that's where you need quarterbacks to step up the most both accuracy and power wise when you're about to score Another thing I'd like to see out of Trey here, out of Chico here, I'd like to see him, you know, be a little bit more patient and read the defense. Uh, and he could do this by hitting the film room and learning defensive patterns and concepts. Just because there were times where I felt like maybe he felt like the pressure was coming sooner than what it was. Or maybe it was just designed quick hitters, but I feel like there are definitely times he could hold on to the ball a little bit longer and then throw a strike deep and have a couple more vertical throws now you know you don't (laughs) you don't have as many yards and passing touchdowns as you do you know just throwing it vertical all the time there's a reason he has an 82 percent completion percentage and it's not a bad thing to make the right decision and do all that stuff but i like to see him you know continue to work on throwing it vertically and be able to push the ball downfield on a more consistent basis so if he becomes more patient and is able to read defenses and know where to put the ball a little bit more here I think he could become a bigger vertical threat as a thrower so we'll just have to see then last but not least I'm gonna kind of say the same thing I said for Mario you know film wise and this isn't exactly something that has to do with your gameplay or whatever but i'd say starting right now film wise put out more gameplay that's never a bad thing it can help us break you down even more Uh, Having a YouTube channel is a really good start and it's better than most, um, but I'd like to see him continue to put out more gameplay so that we could watch more and so that he can watch more and improve from that. It's never a bad thing to be able to look over more film or have other people look over film and get that exposure, so there you go altogether I really like uh Trey Chico Williams here he's somebody who's a very interesting prospect he's somebody who in my opinion I could see him lighting up Texas football Texas high school football here uh pretty soon here after he does his time in middle school obviously just because he's such a pure passer you know he's somebody who just throws the ball great his mechanics are awesome and it looks very natural and i'm in love with it for sure and you know here at the playmakers corner we will definitely be following trey williams and his career and we hope to do another film breakdown on him so yeah so just to throw this out there before i forget you know just know we do not do interviews with middle schoolers we think they're you know a little bit too young but once y'all hit high school, we do hope to interview you someday. And so that invite goes out to everybody that we talked about today. Except for Darian Diaz. He could probably come on uh, whenever he wants to or can. Anyways, that will wrap up this episode of the Playmakers Corner Podcast. Remember, if you want to request a player, uh, make sure you include their name, position they play, where they're from, slash what school they're from. And then if you could link their huddle film that would be awesome as well so that we can find the right person. And, you know, once again, we really appreciate the support. We've been getting a lot of people requesting players. So our list is growing. So be patient with us. We're going to try to get to everyone and do our best here. but. Once again, thank you for rocking with us. Show us some love on social media. That's TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Those are also places you can DM us for a request. And, you know, if you are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever, which I would imagine you are, Go ahead and give us a great rating here. We really appreciate all the good support. We couldn't be doing this without y'all. Honestly, this podcast is built on, you know, built on the great players that we've had the opportunity to do film breakdowns on. So, yeah. But, anyways, have a great day and be on the lookout for Cody Stoffer's request episode this Wednesday.